Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jett. Welcome to the SAI Service Marketing Podcast. I apologize about the poor microphone, uh, the last podcast or two, and this one. Um, not using my studio mic because we're we're kind of chasing after it after a little vacation, trying to make up for time. I normally re- record the week's podcasts on the weekends using a nice mic, kind of in a studio, if you will. And uh, the past few days, and when I was in uh, Kauai, we... Uh, just use the good old recording off the iPhone 12. So there you go. So yeah, the next set next week will be a lot better. So thanks for your patience and and dealing with uh, the AM radio sounding recording. So um, anyway, so today's Friday. Thank God it's Friday at TGIF, uh, November 4th. Hopefully you're doing great. Hopefully life's good for you. Uh, had some time to see some family, celebrate. Every day is a gift, man. Don't 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 think that tomorrow is given. It's it's uncertain for sure. So, man, hopefully we all get tomorrow. But anyway, moving forward, um, today we're going to talk about doing the boring work. Um, the day in and day out, the droll, the, the mundane. You know, if you've been doing your, in, working on your business and working with your business for, for several years, I'm sure you have days that you're like, man, this is kind of boring. It's repetitive. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, inspired or I'm not... Uh, rejuvenated or excited to go into work or da 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 yeah no no shit a lot of people are that way you know i mean look at what people do day in and day out very few jobs have so much variety that that you know you thirst to get into the door and you freaking rocket ship like the incredibles into your job every day and and that's just not reality i mean you know sometimes we gotta we gotta try we talked about on a few podcasts back we talked about trying to make work fun you know, create an environment for yourself to where you are motivated and you are happy because you're gonna, your productivity is going to be through the roof when you when you. It's crazy how how our attitude will drive our 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 work ethic and our success. But it's such a strong correlation. It's not even funny. So so yeah, I mean that's I'm going to gloss over this, but don't don't by me in so doing. Don't think that it doesn't matter. It does. So. So footnote on that, anything you can do to make your work a little more fun, you know, dress up your vehicle, invest in some tools that you think you might like, uh, whatever it might be. You know, you listen to music or podcasts during your day or something, something just to kind of to carry through, whatever it is, man, try to make sure that you can have some fun. So um, anyway, so talking about growing a business, you've got um basically the devils get into the details guys that old staying at the old saying place i mean everything from just what you're going to be doing day in and day out you know it, there's a saying that says you are what you do you know so whatever you're doing oh uh, you know I'm, I'm not i'm not lazy well you know i've seen people sit around for six seven eight hours a day and you know and do nothing you know what else can i call you then if if you're not lazy you know i mean it's like you know and, and we're going to talk about kind of overview with, of your time to really break down and distill what you've got going on in your business. Um, but it's it's easily to get, to get easy to get distracted, isn't it? I mean, you're working on your business, and all of a sudden, this little other business comes flying by. You're like, oh man, a, a taco cart, or you know, uh, I, I have another uh, friend who's got a landscaping business, and he's like, oh yeah, we just started up an, an uh, a restoration business where you know they do flood. Uh, restoration and and fire and all that. I'm thinking to myself, good, but why don't you just double down on your landscaping business? You guys are crushing. I'm like, you're busy, right? Oh yeah, his name's Norm. Yeah, we're killing it, Brian. We're we're doing great. I'm thinking to myself, why not 
add some more trucks then and do more landscaping. It's what you know. You're a professional. You know, but what do I know? Cause, but if he did, think about it. He's going to have more time. He's going to have more of a business to sell down the road. I mean, it's just, to me, it makes more sense. But I'm not in his in his uh, seat. I have no idea. I'm not wearing his shoes. But it's so easy to get distracted, isn't it? Um, you know, adding another business or whatever. I, on that note, I know one dude that's got 22 businesses. 22, 22. And I think he's making probably mid seven figures. So he's making decent money. But here's the, here's the kicker. I asked this cat, I go, hey, what would happen? Just, you know, don't get upset by me asking you this, but what would happen if you sold all but let's say two or three of your favorite or, or top producing businesses? He says, funny you, 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 say, you say that because I, you know, I, I already know I'd make more money and I have more time. He's like, we're, my wife and I, we're in the process of scaling these things down right now. You know, and I, and I said, there you go. You know, and as I'm podcasting right now, Norm just cruised by the front window. I just saw him in his landscape truck, which is funny. Timely. Have a good day, Norm. Working both those companies instead of just focusing on the one. But, uh, yeah, that, that gentleman I was talking about, um, Jeff's his name, he's in the process of scaling down. So, you know, it's, it gets, gets boring. I get it, guys. You know? And then there's the old fact of working on versus working in. You know, I, I get caught up working in versus working on. We're short a few people. I only have one of the dent guy that helps me out. That's Jake. And he's not, he can't be here every day. So sometimes I'm out there past couple of days since getting back from Kauai. I've been, been pushing hard. There's been some effed up cars out there. I had a CRV that should have had a door replaced, fixed it. We had a Tundra that it looked like about a softball dent. It ended up being a watermelon. It's kind of weird how that works out, but it did. Well, how? Because half the dent was hidden under the flare. And we couldn't get that softball removed until we realized there was hidden tension. You know, and I stuck by my price, but it's just, that was six hours of the work. You know, so anyway, yeah, I'm guilty. Guilty working in versus working um, on. You know, I can't grow my business when I'm working, working in it, can I? At least not well. Unless I get some more help, somebody who helped me working on it. Or in, yeah, on it. So anyway, marketing. One of the main things we should all be focusing on, guys. And that goes back to devil in the details. You got to locate the constraints in your business. What are the chokeholds? What's slowing you down? I have plenty of I have plenty of leads. I don't have enough people. All right, you've identified your problem. Flip the table. I have plenty of uh, people, and I've got plenty of time. I don't have enough leads. Okay, there you go. All right, you know what your problem is? Fix it. Fix it. That's it. No excuses. Get down and fix it. At no time in history has there ever been e- easier a more available information for you via Google and other ways to get help. Go get help. Because we, we all need help. I guarantee nobody's built a business and done it 100% on their own. No, no chance. They got help either directly or indirectly, family, something. But everybody gets some sort of help and coaching at some point. So anyway, well, how about services? Maybe you need to offer more. Maybe you just offer one service and you're like, man, if I just bundled one more, I could add 30 or 40% to my bottom line. Yeah, well, would you do that if, would you even think about that if you were, you know, running a freaking yogurt store and, and uh, a flower stand? You know, no, probably not. You'd be busy ordering flowers and staffing your flower stand and, and, and eating your yogurt. So, 
So that's it. But yeah, going back to what I said, we're short a couple people. So check this out. Um, this dude hit me up on uh, Facebook. His name's Serhi. Like Sergey, but Serhi. S-E-R-H-I and then another I, just to keep it interesting. Um, fresh over from Ukraine. And uh, I've got another gentleman you guys may, maybe hear me talk about, Vadim, who is a former student, came in a couple months ago. He works just down the street. He comes in. He was in here last night for extra practice. Um, and then uh, he'll help me work on some stuff from time to time. I throw him a few bucks. But, I mean, both these guys, you know, when they can, if they got families, they're trying to get the hell out of the country. Russia's just just trying to make a mess of things. So I get that, you know. I totally get that. Um, so maybe we'll bring Serhi in. He's a PDR tech. Says he has 10 years experience. Um, and we're trying to just coordinate all the aspects of bringing him down because... Like it says, we have a shortage. I have enough people. I just can't get enough help. So, so speaking of growth, um, don't forget this. You have competition. We all have competition. Maybe it's just one or two. Maybe it's 10 or 20. Okay. Somebody in your competition is going to be loving what they do. And they're going to focus only on that one thing. And they're going to smoke your ass eventually. It's just, it's, it's inevitable. Maybe they grew up and said, man, my dad had a business and he killed it. And I'm going to prove to my dad I'm going to kill it. And that cat says, no, no, I'm not having kids. I'm not married. I ain't dating. I'm 100% all in. My chips are in the middle of the table. I'm fucking coming for your head. What do you think is going to happen if that guy's coming for you and you've got your flower cart and yogurt store as well as your auto body or your restoration or whatever? It ain't going to work. You're, you're eventually going to probably get beat. So that, that's just another reason, man. You just you need to work like they're coming for your ass because they technically are. <laughs> you, know, you may not see them, but they are. They're out there. We don't see where our competition is. Sometimes we do if you're, if you're actually watching and following. But they are. They're coming for your ass. They just are. So just know that. Okay. Brand. If you focus in, on your business, you can build your brand. Let me ask you guys a question. And you've got to be honest with yourself. Do you charge the same or similar prices to people in your area for your service business? Do you? I would say I am somewhat similar. To my straight up peers, no. To big box buy shops, I'm normally less, although sometimes the same, sometimes more. I had a customer come in the other day and said, you're only $100 more than the big box buy shop down the street. And I was kind of surprised. I'm like, and I kind of smiled. I was like, wow, that's great. At least I thought it. I couldn't say to the customer, oh, it's, it's fantastic I'm more than them. You know, but we want to charge fair prices, and often we find that we're a little short compared to the big boys. And just because we have a smaller building and more, we're more of a razor-sharp niche within the industry doesn't mean we need to charge less. It's all about, about value. So going back to brand, if you do charge a similar price to your, your competition, that means you're a commodity. And I'm going to shoot you straight. That means you're no different than, I don't know, a sack of potatoes at the grocery store. Hey, should I get these russets or these golden delicious or whatever the hell, different potatoes? I mean, your business, it's a commodity. It's nothing special. You're nothing special. You have to build a brand. And the brand could be yourself or it could be the company. But you have to pick and then you need to, you need to push those chips back into the center of the table again and go all in. Bet 100. Bet all your money. Because brand is going to allow you to charge more than the competition because well, people will be drawn to you and they'll see more value due to your brand. Now, you might be thinking, well, shit, Brian, that's not easy. 
Well, no shit, of course it's not. Anything that's worthwhile is not easy. It takes time, it takes strategy, it takes money. But if you put a, a lot, a percentage of your time, which we're going to talk about going over your time a little bit, you're going to have more profits. And you're not going to have to do more within the business. You're just going to have to build your brand so people understand. You know what? When I go to this XYZ business, I'm willing to spend more than ABC down the street because, because of the brand, the way it makes me feel. Because at the end of the day, it's just about feeling, isn't it? We're trying to, as marketers, we're trying to manipulate and steer people's feelings. So help them feel better about your business and identify with it. You know, I, I align with that business. So that's huge. It's absolutely huge. All right, so exit. Are you planning for it? What do people want in your business? And are you selling, setting it up property, properly to sell? That's, that's massive. Because if you're just bumbling along and you've been in business for 10 years, you're like, man, I haven't even thought about selling it. That's not good. Goes back to the, that other guy. You're going to get smoked. You need to set up your business to sell it. And I'm not saying you need to sell it tomorrow or next year. But if you don't set it up to sell, what are you going to do? You're just going to all of a sudden flip the switch? I mean, maybe you will. Maybe you got enough assets, real estate, whatever else, and you can just waltz away. Freaking Snow White on, on an ice rink. Picture it. It's kind of beautiful, isn't it? But it ain't, this isn't going to be done for you. You've got to do it. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with a, a clear bra installer. He's got a clear bra business about maybe 15 minutes up the street. And I, I sent him some work. And I said, hey, you, uh, you looking to buy a building? He's like, yeah, it's funny you mention that. I'm looking into it right now. He's like, I'm looking to get an SBA loan. The building's in, in our area. One building, they call them condos, $2.9 million. That's right. $16,000 a month uh, payment, mortgage, not including uh, property tax. Thank God there's no sales tax. Property tax, which puts them to about an even 20 a month. That's a lot of clear bras, isn't it? That's 15, 20 cars at wholesale before he's even starting to make some money after paying the note. But if he doesn't do it, yeah, he'll have more money in his pocket, but then when it goes time to sell the business, he'll have shit. I guess the other question you got to understand is, or ask, is will somebody be willing to pay, you know, four or five million dollars for my PPF business, right? Yeah, they'll get the real estate, but what's the rest of the business worth? Are you taking in 50 to 100, you know, or more? Per month? I don't know. I don't know his numbers. I don't, we're not on that level. So lastly, and then I'll let you guys get to your Friday or your Saturday or whenever you're listening to this. Because it is TGIF, baby. All right, so time study. What works well for me, and maybe you might look into it, is break down your day in and day out, hour by hour, use of time. Here's what I recommend. Do a journal. Because we all think we know, but you forget about a lot of little gaps. So if you just journal out what you did, kind of like a budget, but instead of what you spent and took in, write down what you do. Every day, Monday through Friday, or even weekends if you want. And then when you're done, comb through that thing like a lice comb, and then figure out, you know, wow, this really isn't going in the direction I thought it was. 
Because remember at the beginning of this podcast, I said, you are what you do. Well, if you think you're a business owner and a marketer, but you're working on your business, you're not. You're a worker, <laughs> right? And that's just harsh reality. And then if you truly want, if it's truly, truly a goal to be an owner, then you need to make some changes, right? Get some help. Start being an owner. If you want to grow your business, but none of the things you do do during the week are growth-oriented, guess what? You're not a growth person. Damn it, Brian. Why are you so so real? Why are you so raw? I got to be. I got to be. I got to be for me. I got to be for you. I'm just, I don't believe in selling fluff, guys. Don't blow sunshine on my arse. Talk to me straight. I was going to another analogy, but I, I had to edit. It was pretty gross. <laughs> so I'm laughing because I, I heard the joke. You can't hear that one. That one was pretty bad. All right. So this is a family show, right? Anyway, so that's it. That's it. All there is time study. Okay. Do a time study. Do the boring work. It doesn't have to be boring, but some days it's just flat out going to be. So try to make it fun. When it's not, still do it. Don't get distracted with the yogurt store and the flower shop and the restoration business, whatever else. Stick to your guns. Do your job. Run your business. Now, what's the exception to that? Last thing, and I'll, I'll cut bait here. The last thing where maybe you would turn left where you're not supposed to make a left turn, it's, but it's a green light. What if you don't have a level up opportunity? What do you mean, Brian? Let me explain. You got a hot dog cart and you park that thing outside the clubs, you park it outside of sports venues and you're making your, I don't know, let's say it's $500 a day, $600 a day net. Okay, you're doing pretty good, you bust ass. You prep it at night, you clean it, you freaking pressure wash it every day, you roll that bitch out you know, at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., you work till midnight or 2 a.m. sometimes. You're working these long ass days. You're getting like four or five hours of sleep, but you're dropping, you're getting 10 grand. Where's the growth? Maybe you're gonna buy a hot dog restaurant or build one, you know? But if you're just gonna run that cart, you're kind of maxed out. Is that a, a true level up opportunity? Eh, probably not. So whatever boat you're in, whatever boat you row, if you don't have a future, and you guys, this is, it's just one of those hard hitting things again, guys. But if you don't have a future where, let's say, hey, my goal is I want to retire at 50 and I want to have $3 million in the bank. Well, if you're a hot dog cart guy, you're probably not going to get there. If you're, all you're going to do is roll that cart out. You're going to pay your bills. You might be able to raise a family. It's, hey, it's honorable and respectable. But when you retire, you ain't, you run, you're, when you retire, you're going to be dead because you won't be able to retire. You know, you're going to be shoveling peanuts or doing whatever else, or you'll be sitting on a, a freaking stool while your younger son Pepe is helping you. That's the only way, you know, or you, you had a heart attack and, and you're disabled and you're sitting, sitting on a couch behind the, the hot dog cart and your wife's shoveling hot dogs. God love her. Your princess is getting that hot dog water all over her skin and can't get that smell off when she goes to bed and she puts her hands on her cheek and all you do is you smell that goddamn hot dog. It's gross. Don't be the hot dog juice guy. So pick a leveled up opportunity, an opportunity that will allow you to level to get to the money you're going to get to. And if you're not, 
that's when I say maybe you should pivot. You know, maybe it's time to cut away from the business you're in if you can't get to the long-term plan. And I'm assuming you have a long-term plan, right? You should. I mean, I'm sure your wife's going to be asking pretty quick, hey, how are we going to retire? You know, assuming you have a wife or your husband. I'm an equal opportunity kind of guy. Or your husband and your wife. Utah or whatever, the, wherever the hell they do that. I don't know. Whatever works, man. I don't judge. So anyway, that's it, guys. I've rambled on enough. Thank you for putting up with this crappy-ass AM radio microphone. This will be the last one. Next week, it's going to be real. It's going to be great. It's going to be more bass. It's going to be mid, mid-level tones. And we're going to have some good stuff. I'm going to try to get some interviews coming in here and kind of spice it up a little bit. A little less of me, a little more of them. But I appreciate you guys, man. Hopefully, you have a great weekend. Have, some, have a nice cocktail. If you don't drink, have a soda or a pop. Or Brian, all I drink is water. Okay, fine. Enjoy your water. Spend time with the family, friends, loved ones. Have some good food. Brian, I don't eat. Okay. All right. Osmosis, whatever you do then. And I will catch you next week on the SAI Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.